Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. the voice of guidance i cannot think of any other time where the church where the believers needs the voice of guidance than the time that we are in we have never been this way before yes history tells us that there have been pandemics in the past but the truth of the matter is none of us experienced it we can only read it as history we can only point as a point we can have it as a point of reference but we never had an opportunity to walk in it we never got to experience what it is to go through a pandemic but uh, we want to thank god that in this time god never leaves his church by itself god always guides his church god always goes ahead of his church God always prepares his change and we are grateful that we do have the voice of guidance and by that we are simply talking about the voice of the Holy Spirit. By that we are simply talking of the voice of the Holy Spirit in this hour and the objective of this series, it is to empower you, it is to empower you so that you are you come to a place where you are able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit so that you are able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I know the last uh, couple of weeks, we are going through step by step, uh, uh, helping each other, opening the scriptures, uh, learning from the word of God, uh, how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives, how to discern, how to distinguish, how to recognize uh, the voice of the Holy Spirit, uh, especially in the hour that we are in now remember we began to talk about the inward witness as a way of recapping we began to talk about the inward witness that knowing that is beyond any shadow of doubt that the holy spirit deposits in your spirit man where you are able to know which way to go where you are able to know which way to go and last week we were talking uh, on the on the on the subject uh, the inward voice so on the first session it was the inward witness but last week we were concentrating on the inward uh, voice the inward voice and if you remember very well last sunday we said your spirit man your spirit man, when your spirit man has been regenerated, when you are born again, when you are born again and uh, you are now alive in Christ, uh, what happens is that your spirit man has a voice. Your spirit man has a voice and that voice is called conscience. In other circles, that voice is also called the still small voice. Now, your spirit man, when you are born again, your spirit man receives instructions from the Holy Spirit. When you are born again, your spirit man receives directives from the Holy Spirit. Now your conscience now acts as the voice to tell you the directives that the Holy Spirit is giving or is issuing. So the more we are born again and our lives are being shaped by the standard of the written word of God, your conscience can slowly become a sure guide or a tool that the Holy Spirit uses 
to guide you in life, to guide you in life. And I think one of the highlights from last Sunday, we say that you cannot continue to ignore the written word of God and expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. You cannot continue to sideline the written word of God and still continue to expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. In the very same way, you cannot continue to live in a habitual sin. The sin that you already know, but that you continue to live in it. You cannot continue to subject yourself in that kind of living and still expect to be led by the Holy Spirit. So one of the most important things that you and I need to, to, to master as soon as possible, it is to develop a lifestyle of obeying the written word of God. A lifestyle of obeying the written word of God. Now I'm super excited because today we are moving, we are pushing it to the next step. We are taking it to the next step this morning. And this morning we're going to be talking on the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be talking this morning on the voice of of the Holy Spirit. If you can hear me, I want you to go ahead and type in the comment section this morning that the voice of the Holy Spirit, the objective of this series, it is to equip you so that you don't miss the voice of guidance at any given time, so that you don't miss when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Go ahead and type in the comment section the voice of the Holy Spirit. The voice of the Holy Spirit. The voice of the Holy Spirit. If you're sitting next to someone in your house, just go ahead and, and, and say to them, the voice of the Holy Spirit. That is what we want to concentrate on today. Now, let me begin by uh, saying, uh, well, let me begin by saying, when it comes to us following the voice of guidance, especially the voice of the Holy Spirit, it is not so much in hearing than it is in recognizing the voice. And I'm going to be explaining that. It is not so much in hearing as in what you're just listening than it is in recognizing the sound or the, so the sound of his voice. The recognition of the sound of his voice is what I want to concentrate on so much this morning. But let me begin by also saying this very important statement that what is important uh, or the things that are important in life, they are often missed through our inability to recognize than it is in hearing. The most important things in life, they are easily missed because we fail to recognize our inability to recognize comes with a cost as well. So I want you to understand that recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit is, is very important. Why am I saying so? Because the Holy Spirit has no problem with speaking. The Holy Spirit has no problem when it comes to him speaking to us. The challenge is on our side that can we recognize his voice when he's speaking. Can you recognize when he does speak? Can you recognize his voice when you speak while you're at work? Can you recognize his voice when he speaks to you when you're at school? Can you recognize his voice when you are traveling, when you're on the road? 
Can you recognize his voice when you're just sitting down at home and you're watching TV and he begins to speak to you and he's, he's coming in to give you directives? Can you recognize his voice? And I'm excited because today I'm going to show you some pointers or some indicators uh, or, or what I, I want to give you what I can call your point of reference so that you can begin to pay attention to those uh, five indicators uh, so that you don't miss the voice of guidance in your life so that you don't miss the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me just explain the importance of recognition. Let me just highlight to you the importance of recognition. A story is told uh, some time back of a king who decided to go on an official visit to one of uh, one of his uh, one of his places or in, in his kingdom. So what the king did uh, in this story is that the king decided to travel by train. He decided to travel by train. Now, while he was on the train and uh, he was about to arrive to his destination, the king decided to take off his official attire. You know what a king decided to take off uh, his, his tie and his suit and he decided to put on an overall. He decided to put uh, an overall and a working helmet and yet he, he still continued to carry his briefcase. And uh, as, the, as the train arrived on the destination, the king decided to not to change, but to remain putting on the overall and wearing his, uh, his, his helmet. And as soon as he, he got off the train, you know, the delegation, uh, there was a delegation that was waiting for the king. There was a delegation that was waiting to receive the king. You can imagine when our presidents are being welcomed on the airports uh, or when they're being welcomed on whatever, on the bus station, on the train station, you know, there's a good delegation that will be waiting and, uh, and everything is in order and people are patiently waiting for the king to arrive. So in this case, the king arrived, but because he wasn't wearing the attire that people were so used for the king to wear, they actually missed him because he passed through the delegation that was waiting for the king. Everyone saw a man who was wearing an overall. They saw a man who was carrying a briefcase. They saw a man who was wearing a helmet, but they failed to recognize the king who was in the man because of the tire that he was wearing. Now, I'm reminded also of the children of, uh, of Israel. When Jesus Christ, the Messiah, came, they failed to recognize him because in their minds, they had a picture of a Messiah. They had a mental picture which they had of a Messiah, such that when the Messiah came, not in the way that they expected, when the Messiah came in a way or in a manner which they never expected, they missed him. They missed him not because he was not there. They missed him because they failed to recognize him. Now, the reason I'm bringing this illustration, it is to, to help you and I to understand that it is possible for the Holy Spirit to speak in our lives. Rather, let me put it this way. The Holy Spirit is speaking all the time in our lives. But the challenge is, can you recognize his voice? Can you recognize his voice. Can you recognize his voice when he speaks? Can you recognize his move when he, when he begins to move in our lives? So this series is aimed, especially today, is aimed to help you to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. So there are indicators or signs 
or a max that I want to share with you that will help you to discern or to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit when he speaks. I don't want you to come to a time where Jesus was talking in Mark chapter number 8, verse number 18, where he says, they have ears, but they do not hear. There is a time in the scripture in Mark chapter number 18, where Jesus says, they do have ears, but they do not hear. They have eyes, but they cannot see. But as for you and I in this season, we are saying we do have ears and we want to see. We do have ears and we want to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying into our lives. So it is very, 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 very important. Let me begin by going to the, to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 10. Now, as I come to this portion of the scripture, I want you to understand that in this life, there are so many voices. In this life, there are so many voices. Now, when it comes to discerning or recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit, it is important for you to be able to distinguish the voice of the Holy Spirit from many other voices that we can hear uh, in this life. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 10. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 10. The writer goes on in the writing, he says, this is Paul writing, he says, There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. So many kinds of voices in the world. And no kind of voice is without signification or without its distinction. So, in other words, in this world, there are so many voices. There are so many voices, but each voice or each sound of a voice, it has its own distinction or its own mark, which separates it from all the other kinds of voices. Now, when you come to the same chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, when you come back to verse number 7, verse number 7, Apostle Paul goes, he goes on to say, if all musical instruments sounded alike, in other words, if they produce the same sound, how would you know the difference between a flute and a harp? If all musical instruments sounded the same, if all musical instruments sounded the same or alike, how would you know the difference between a flute and a harp? Now, let, let, me, let me just bring it maybe in the way that you can understand. I, I, I understand that you, not everyone is a singer and a musician. Guess what? I forgive you in advance. <laughs> but listen to me. Not all musical instruments sound alike. A guitar, the sound of a guitar is different to the sound of an organ. The sound of an organ is different to a sound of a saxophone. The sound of a saxophone is different to the sound of a piano. Now, all these are different musical instruments, but their sound is different. Now, for you to be able to go ahead and say, what I'm hearing is a piano, it is because you are able to recognize the sound of a piano. You are able to know that this is a piano. It is not a flute because it's each sound has its own distinction. It, it, has, own, it has got its own signification. Now, it is the same thing in this life 
there are so many voices in this world. There are so many voices. That is why it is important for you to be able to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, one of our primary texts is John chapter number 10, verse number 27. John chapter number 10, verse number 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow, they follow me. Now, the context of this portion of the scripture is that Jesus was talking to a people who understood the lives of shepherds. They understood the lives of shepherds and how, how, how they tended to their flock. Now, bringing some understanding and going back to the first century setup. Now, what would happen is that the shepherds would go out looking for greener pastures. So during the day, they'll be looking for greener pastures and there'll be different shepherds with their, with their, with their specific flocks. But what would happen is that at night time, all the shepherds would come to this one big fold. The shepherds would come to this one big fold. Now, one shepherd would be assigned to look after all these different groupings of our flocks. Uh, of, 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 of the flocks that would come. And now what individual shepherds would do, they would go and look for a place to sleep at night in, in the town. But this one shepherd would, would remain uh, in the, at, at the fold and would actually sleep at the gate of the fold, looking after these different uh, flocks that have been left uh, by the different shepherds that have gone to sleep in the town. So what would happen the following morning is that all these different shepherds will leave their flock with this one shepherd. When they come back and they come and they stand at the door of the fold, they would not come in and hand pick individual sheep. But what they would do is they would go and they would make a sound. They would call their sheep and each sheep knows the distinct voice of their shepherd. Each flock they know the distinct voice of their shepherd. And what they would do, because they know the specific voice of their shepherd, once the shepherd makes that sound, they would move and begin to follow the shepherd. Now, the, the, the other flocks, the other sheep in, in another flock, they would not follow a strange voice. This is exactly what Jesus was saying. They would not follow a strange voice because each sheep is accustomed to the voice of its shepherd. So when Jesus comes in John 10 verse 27 and he says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. It is because the sheep are, are familiar with the voice of their shepherd. The sheep are familiar with the voice of their shepherd. Now, as for you and I, as the children of God, when we are born again, the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us. He begins to minister to us. What becomes of importance is our ability to recognize the voice of our shepherd. At some time during the course of the series, I'm going to be talking about creating an environment, not so much of a place, but creating an environment, a, a lifestyle where you are able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. But just to highlight to you, ma'am, I'm just fast-tracking it. Um, when it comes to discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit or recognizing, it is a byproduct of, uh, 
of communion. It is a byproduct of spending time with your shepherd. It is a byproduct of spending time with your shepherd such that you become familiar, you become accustomed, you know very well the voice of your shepherd such that when he speaks, you are able to know his voice to the point that even when another strange shepherd, when another strange voice comes into your life, you are able to distinguish the voice of the shepherd from any other kind of voice. So remember, in this world, there are so many sounds. There are so many different kinds of voices. It is important for you to grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I'm here this morning to say to you, every believer can grow as a believer. You can grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit by paying attention to the following markers or the following indicators that I want to share with you this morning. It is important for you to, to get to that level. Now, number one, when it comes to recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life, number one, which is what I want to bring to your attention, the voice of the Holy Spirit, when he is coming and he is speaking into our lives, he uses a common voice. He will use a common voice, a voice that you can identify. The Holy Spirit, when he comes and he's going to be speaking to you, the Holy Spirit will use a voice that you are familiar with. He will use a voice that you can identify, a voice that you can identify. Now, when you go to the book of First Samuel, when you go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter number 3, 1 Samuel chapter number 3, I think it's from verse number 3 to verse number 4. It is the story of Samuel. It is the story of Samuel when he was dedicated by his mom to serve the Lord. And, uh, and, and, and Hannah came and left uh, Samuel in the hands of, uh, of the priest in the temple at Shiloh. Now it so happened that Samuel would sleep in the temple. The Samuel, Samuel would sleep in the temple. And it so happened that one of the days, God visited Samuel. God came in and he visited Samuel. Now in that visitation, the scripture goes on to say that God called Samuel and said, Samuel. But when Samuel heard that voice, Samuel mistaken that voice with the voice of the priest Eli. And he woke up and he went to Eli and he said, here am I. You called me. And Eli said, no, I didn't call you. I want you to get this right and get it correctly. God called Samuel, but he used a voice that Samuel could identify. So when God is going to be speaking to you through the Holy Spirit, when it comes to discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit, I don't want you to miss. It sounds so simple, but it's very important. When the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, he will use a voice that you can identify. He will use a common voice. In other words, he often uses the voice of a man. He will use the voice of a man. That's why when he came to Samuel, he said, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel mistaken that voice with the voice of the priest. When you come to the New Testament, in, in Acts chapter number 9, when Paul was on his way to Damascus to persecute the saints, what do you find in that portion of the scripture? 
Jesus Christ called Saul and he said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And, 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 and Saul goes on to ask the question, who are you? Who are you, my Lord? In other words, he was able to identify that voice because it was a common voice. Saul did not say, what kind of a voice is this? Rather, he says, who are you, my Lord? Because when the Holy Spirit comes to speak to you, he will use a common voice. He will use a common voice. And in many cases, I'll give an example. When you're just by yourself, or even when you're amongst other people, and the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you through the voice, through his voice, it would appear like you, you are hearing someone speaking to you in the room. You can even turn around, but you will not see anyone. But the voice when it comes, it's like there's someone with you in the room. That is one of the most common ways you must learn to recognize his voice. When the Holy Spirit comes to speak to you, he will use a voice that you are familiar with. This is the nature of God. That when God comes to man, he will, he will bring himself to the level of man. God brings himself to the level of man, to the level where you can understand him. Because the goal of the Holy Spirit in communicating with you, it is not to surprise you with the heavenly voices. It is not to wow you with angelic sounds. It is the purpose is for him to communicate to you a message in a way that you can hear, in a way that you can interpret, in a way that you can you, you can recognize in a way that you can understand so that you can apply his voice. Because what's, what's the point of the Holy Spirit in speaking to you in a way that you cannot recognize? So I want you to understand this. The first mark or the first indicator of how the voice of the Holy Spirit sounds, the voice of the Holy Spirit, many times it sounds like the voice of man. It sounds like the voice of man to the point that when you haven't learned to recognize the voice, it is easy to dismiss it thinking that it is the voice of man, thinking that it's, it's you just hearing a voice. But as you are growing in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit, I want you to begin to pay attention, especially in those moments when you are by yourself and you hear this sound. You hear this voice that is giving you directives, that is giving you scriptures, that is giving you uh, uh, a way that you need to go, that is giving you answers to the questions in life. And when that voice comes, it sounds like the voice of men. Pay attention. Pay, 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 pay attention to that voice. Don't quickly dismiss that voice. And I'm going to explain to you how to distinguish that voice from any other kind of voice. But don't ignore when the Holy Spirit comes to speak to you. He will use a common voice, a usual voice, a voice that you can recognize. I, I hope someone is hearing me. I hope you can hear me wherever you're connecting from. That the, when the Holy Spirit is communicating to you, he will use a common voice. He went to Samuel and he said to him, Samuel, Samuel, three times. He called Samuel and Samuel mistaken that voice with the voice of the priest. So don't mistaken the voice of the Holy Spirit with the voice of man. Simply because when he comes to speak to you, he's going to use a, a voice or a sound that you can easily 
identify. That is very, very, very important for you to, to, to identify before we go any far. He's going to use a voice that you can identify. Number two, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he oftentimes repeats himself. Many a times, he is going to repeat himself until you get it. He is going to repeat himself until till you get to a point where you get it. Now, Psalm chapter number 62, verse number 11. Psalm 62, verse number 11. Psalm 62, verse number 11. The word of God says, God has spoken, not twice, he has spoken once. Twice I have heard it. God has spoken once, but twice I have heard it. God came in and he did not speak two times. He spoke once, but David says, twice I have heard it. When it came into my ears, it's like there was an echo. God oftentimes does that because he doesn't want you to miss his voice. He will continue to repeat that or he will come to you in different ways until you get his voice. Remember, the objective of the Holy Spirit, it is not to test you so that you can fail. But he's there to communicate with, to, to you. He's there to commune with you. So he's not just going to come and speak and then he goes away. But most of the times when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he will repeat it until we get it. It's the nature of the Holy Spirit. It is in the nature of God. Job chapter number 33, verse number 14 to 18. Job chapter number 33. Let's go to that portion of the scripture. Job 33, verse number 14 to verse number 18. Job writes and he says, For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. Listen, how God continues to try to reach out to man in a dream. In a vision of the night, when deep, when deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds, what is God doing? He's trying to reach out to men. And the next verse, the next verse says, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn men from his deed and conceal pride from men. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by a sword. The Holy Spirit, when he speaks to you, he is not in a rush. <laughs> he doesn't hurry. He, he, it's not like he's, he's on a mission which is timed. Where he is going to speak to you within the next five minutes. And if you miss it in the next five minutes, then he's going to go back and leave you. No, the Holy Spirit is so patient. When he comes and he begins to speak to you, he is going to be persistent. He is going to be persistent because he remember, you are his sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they do follow me. So when the Holy Spirit comes and he is going to be speaking to you, he is going to be persistent. He is going to repeat over and over again. Have you ever been in a situation where the Holy Spirit speaks to you and he continues to repeat it? Sometimes he speaks and he kind of like he goes. It's like he keeps quiet. And then he comes back again and he begins to speak the same thing. And you say to yourself, but not, I, I actually heard this voice 
last week. I actually heard this voice yesterday. He is calling forth for your attention because he doesn't want you to miss his voice. He doesn't want you to miss his guidance. So when the Holy Spirit comes to speak to you, he's going to use a common voice, a usual voice that you can identify, number one. And number two, he's going to repeat himself. He's going to be persistent when it comes to speaking to you because he doesn't want you to miss his guidance. Go ahead and type in the comment section. When the Holy Spirit speaks to me, he is persistent. Go ahead and type in the comment section. When the Holy Spirit speaks to me, he is persistent. In other words, he is going to repeat it. Most of the times he speaks once, but to us, it's, it comes with an echo. It comes with an echo. You are going to continue to hear it again and again until you pay attention to that voice. He is patient to see you grow in discerning his voice. So these are the two markers or the two indicators that I want you to pay so much attention to so that you are able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And number three, number three, when the Holy Spirit comes and is going to be speaking to us, number three, when he speaks to us, he quickens our spirits. He comes in and he quickens our spirit. But how does he do that? The quickening is often characterized by a burning sensation. I'm trying to use the words that we can understand. It's characterized by a, a burning in the heart. By a burning in the heart. Every time the Holy Spirit comes and he speaks a word to you. Number one, I said he will use a usual voice or a common voice. The voice of man. And number two, when he speaks to, when he speaks to us, he is persistent. In other words, he will repeat his word. And number three, when he speaks to us, he quickens our spirits to his voice. He quickens our spirit with his, to his voice. And this quickening is oftentimes characterized by a burning in the heart. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter number 20, verse number 9. Jeremiah chapter number 20, verse number 9. The scripture says, this is Jeremiah speaking. Then he says, then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire shut up in my bones. His word, his word, in other words, what God is communicating when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, the word that he brings to you, when it comes into your heart, that is the spirit man, it's like fire shut up in your bones. It's going to be like fire shut up in, in your bones. In other words, you cannot afford to ignore. You, 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 it's, 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 uh, it's, the, the voice cannot be ignored. I think that's the best way I can put it. You, you cannot miss the voice. It's, it's like fire that is shut up in your bones. That is how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. When you come to the New Testament, I think it's in the book of, uh, of Luke. Let's go there. I'm going to be using some scriptures because I want you to see it in the scripture. When you come to the New Testament, remember when Jesus was traveling from Emmaus, from, from, from Jerusalem, the disciples were, were walking from Jerusalem, going to Emmaus in chapter number 24, verse number 32. Now, as they were talking, Jesus joined them on the journey. 
and they began to talk and they began to talk, but they could not recognize, they remember the importance of recognition. They could not recognize that the one who is speaking to us is Jesus Christ himself. Until they persuaded him to come and eat so that he can continue with his journey. Now, when Jesus agreed to come into their house, sat down, and as they were about to eat, the Bible says, and then he prayed. And their eyes were opened. And listen to the disciples, they said. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us? Did not our hearts burn while he was talking with us on the way? In other words, they're saying this actually happened. When he was talking to us on the way, we felt that burning sensation in us. There was a burning in our hearts because when, when the Holy Spirit, when Jesus, when God speaks to us, he causes this burning. His word, it, it comes like, like fire that is shut up in our bones. That is how he speaks to us. Why am I bringing all this to you? I want you to understand these indicators or these marks or these signs so that when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you, you don't miss his voice. This will help you to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life. Remember number one, when the Holy Spirit speaks, his voice, most of the times it's a common voice. It's like the voice of man. Remember Samuel. Remember even, uh, even, even Apostle Paul. The voice sounded like the voice of man. Number two, when he speaks, he repeats himself. In other words, he is persistent. He doesn't want you to miss. He is not in a hurry. And number three, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he quickens our spirits. And this quickening is characterized by a burning in our hearts. His word is like fire shut up in my bones. I cannot ignore it. <laughs> I cannot ignore. You cannot ignore it. You cannot even miss it when he speaks. Number four, when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, his word comes with authority. When the Holy Spirit speaks, his voice comes with authority or is authoritative. There is authority in his voice. Jeremiah chapter number 23 verse 29. Jeremiah 23 verse number 29. Jeremiah chapter number 23 verse number 29. And I pray that you are opening your scriptures. I pray that you are opening your scriptures so that we can see everything in the scripture together. Jeremiah chapter number 29, 23 verse number 29. Here's what the prophet says. Is not my word like fire, <laughs> says the Lord. And like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Is my word not like a hammer that breaks rocks into pieces? So when the word of God comes into your life, that very same word of God, it comes with authority. The very same word of God, it comes with power. And don't miss it. Don't miss the voice. When the Holy Spirit speaks, his voice is full of authority. In the very same way when Jesus was teaching. <laughs> the Bible says he never taught like the scribes. But whenever Jesus taught, he taught with authority. So the very same way that Jesus spoke is the very same way that the Holy Spirit spoke to us. Jesus spoke or he taught not like the scribes and the Pharisees. But when Jesus Christ 
spoke. He taught with authority. So when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he does not speak like one who is sharing an opinion. He speaks with authority. He communicates the word with authority. He communicates that word with authority. He communicates that word with authority. And that is very, very important for you to get. So remember number one. These are different ways to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit when he speaks to you. Number one, when he speaks, he will use a usual voice, a common voice. The voice of men, a voice that you can identify. That's number one. And number two, he oftentimes he repeats himself until you get it, till you get it. And number three, his word, when his, his voice, when he speaks to us, it, 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 it quickens our spirit. And it's oftentimes characterized by a burning in our hearts. Very, very important. Number four, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he speaks with authority. And I'll close with number five. Number five, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he brings peace. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us, his voice brings peace to our spirit man. Colossians chapter number 3 verse number 15. Colossians 3 verse number 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Now, that, that, that word heart, it speaks of your, your spirit. The core of your being. Let the peace of Christ rule where? Rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule. Now, when the scripture talks of peace, especially within this context, the word that is used for peace is the same word that is used for the umpire. For umpire. One of my, actually not one of, but my favorite sport is volleyball. Now, volleyball is like tennis. In volleyball and tennis, you have an umpire. Now, an umpire does not come to give suggestions that I think the ball went out. He doesn't say, I think the ball went in. An umpire gives a decision. An umpire, an umpire's voice is decisive. So, when the Holy Spirit speaks, his voice brings peace. But that peace brings that calmness. It brings clarity to you. That voice, it settles you. It calms you. It doesn't leave you with doubt. It doesn't leave you questioning his directives. The voice of the Holy Spirit brings peace. And I think this is one of the most important indicators or marks that you shouldn't miss. When the Holy Spirit speaks, he brings peace. He brings peace even in the midst of the storm. Whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, he will give you peace right on the inside. The kind of peace that will surpass all understanding. So sometimes when you look at the reality of things on the outside, things could be all over. Things could be so chaotic. But the moment the Holy Spirit speaks to you, <clears throat> but the moment the Holy Spirit comes and speaks to you, the voice of the Holy Spirit brings peace. It brings peace. It, you, you know, you come to a place where inside you, you can say it is well. 
You come to that state inside of you where you say, it is well with my soul. It is well in my spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will come and it will bring peace right on the inside of you. And this is one of the key markers that I don't want you to miss. Whenever the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he will bring peace. His voice brings peace. Not to your mind, but he will bring peace to the spirit man. So there are times where your mind is going to be wrestling with your spirit man. Deep down, you've got this peace. You know that this is right. There is a calmness. You know, they, you settle on the inside of you. But times, other times, your mind begins to question that. Continue to pay attention to what is happening to your spirit man. Continue to pay attention, not to your mind, but to your spirit man. Continue to pay attention to that peace. Continue to foster that peace. Continue to, 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 to pay attention to that peace that is right on the inside of you. Yes, things are chaotic, but there's, there's a voice on the inside of you that is bringing that peace, that calmness, that stillness on the inside of you. But like I said in the beginning, that in this world, there are so many voices that there are so, so many voices. It becomes of, very, of great importance that you are able to distinguish the voice of the Holy Spirit from all kinds of voices. And what I've shared with you, these indicators will help you to begin to recognize, to grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. So whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, don't miss his voice. Don't fail to recognize his voice. Because you think that the voice is like the voice of man. The Holy Spirit will come to your level. The, vo the Holy Spirit always comes to your level. Because his goal is not to surprise you, but it is to bring you to a place of understanding. So he will use a common voice. In this case, he will use the voice of man. That's the voice that you know. He will, he, when he speaks, he oftentimes he repeats himself. He will repeat himself because he doesn't want you to miss it. And there's a quickening that happens in your spirit, man. A quickening that is characterized by a burning in your heart. Your word was like fire shut up in my bones. When he spoke to us, did not our hearts burn? You have that burning sensation inside of you. Such that you cannot ignore it. You cannot miss it. When the Holy Spirit speaks, he speaks with authority. Your word is like a hammer which breaks rocks into pieces. The voice of the Holy Spirit comes with authority. And number five. When the Holy Spirit speaks, he brings peace. He brings peace. Now, let me conclude by going to Matthew chapter number 4, verse number 1 to 3. Very, very important because I think this will help to put a number of things into, into, into perspective. Matthew chapter number 4 presents Jesus soon after he had been baptized. And then the Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Now, Matthew 4 Verse number one to three, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Now, for 40 days and 40 nights, for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and he became hungry. During the time, during that time, I want you to, to see what I've highlighted. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, Tell these stones to become loaves of bread. During that time, the devil came and said to him, 
if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Now listen to me. Remember there are different kinds of voices in this world. But there are two that I want you to pay attention to. Number one, there is the voice of the Holy Spirit. And number two, there is the voice of the devil. There is the voice of the Holy Spirit and there is the voice of the devil. If I had time, I would have also added, there is also your voice, which I spoke about last week. The voice of your human spirit. There is the voice of the Holy Spirit and there is also the voice of the devil. Now imagine with me. Jesus had spent 40 days and 40 nights praying and fasting. In my own natural thinking, I would want to think that. Having gone for 40 days and 40 nights in prayer and fasting, the only voice that I would expect to hear would be the voice of the Holy Spirit. Having spent 40 days and 40 nights in prayer and fasting, the only voice I would expect to hear is the voice of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but that's the voice I would expect. But in, 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 Luke, in Luke chapter number 4, in Matthew chapter number 4, after Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights, the voice that came to him, it wasn't the voice of the Holy Spirit. It was the voice of the devil. But how then do you distinguish the voice of God and the voice of the Holy Spirit? Let me put that scripture again on the screen. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Whenever the Holy Spirit speaks to you, Whenever the Holy Spirit comes and he speaks to you, he will not cause you to doubt the word of God. Whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, he will not cause you to doubt the written word of God. I think you can go ahead and tap that one. When the Holy Spirit speaks, he will not cause you to doubt the written word of God. Remember last week we said the written word is the work of the Holy Spirit. So whenever the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he will not cause you to doubt the written word of God. In this case, the, the devil came and he says to him, if you are, if you are, if you are, if, 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 is the language most of the times of the devil. If you are the son of God, now, you can find some similarities in this temptation to what happened in the Garden of Eden. When the devil came to tempt Eve and Adam in the Garden of Eden, he planted the seeds of doubt to what God had already said. So, you can distinguish the voice of the Holy Spirit from the voice of the enemy by paying attention to what is being said. The Holy Spirit will not cause you to doubt the written word of God. And I want you to get that. The voice of the Holy Spirit will not cause you to doubt the written word of God. Very important. You will never do that. It's only the devil who will come to plant seeds of doubt. So that when you doubt, because the Bible says a double-minded person or one with doubts does not receive anything from the Lord. So what the enemy will do, he will come in and plant seeds of doubt. You, the first and most important thing he wants to do is to cause you to doubt the written word of God. Because the written word of God is the standard upon which you know the voice. The written word of God is the standard upon which you can distinguish the voices. So whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, he will not cause you to doubt. 
So don't, 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 don't be fooled by the enemy. And don't even fool yourself thinking that I have finished three days of, of absolute fasting. So the only voice that I'm going to hear is going to be the voice of God. And then you take everything that comes to you. You don't have to do that. Learn to recognize the voice. Is the voice speaking? Is it in agreement with the written word of God? Is it in agreement with the written word of God? Because the devil, even if he's going to quote the scripture, he's going to quote the scripture in such a way that he will twist the scripture. He's going to quote the scripture in a way that you doubt what God said to you. But when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he will not cause you to doubt the word. He will not cause you to question the integrity of the written word of God. Rather, he will come and he will bring that peace, that assurance, that knowing, that confirmation that the voice that is speaking to you is in agreement with the written word of God. Very important for you. And it is my prayer in this season. It is my prayer to you in this season that may you begin to grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Remember at the beginning I shared with you the story of a king who visited one of his, one of his, one of his places where, in, in his kingdom. And when he visited, he decided to go wearing clothes uh, that are different to what people expected. And when he arrived, arrived on the train station, he got off the train and he passed through the delegation that was waiting for him. They all saw the man who was wearing an overall, who was wearing a helmet, who was holding a briefcase. They ignored him. He passed through and they, they failed to recognize him because of what he was wearing. But he was the king. And I'm saying to you, it is important for us to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the reason I mentioned that most of the times when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he will use a usual voice because most of us, we tend to miss his voice. We tend to miss his voice because we think that there's no way the Holy Spirit will speak like man. Remember, every time the heavens wants to communicate to you, heaven will always come to your level. That's why even in the book of Genesis, chapter number 18, when God visited Abraham, it was like just two men walking, but they were angels. It was only when they departed that Abraham re recognized that, oh, I had a visitation from above. Why? Because it is the nature of God that when he comes to speak to you, he will come, he will bring himself, he will lower himself to your level so that you can understand him. So church of the living God, pay attention to these indicators. Pay attention to these markers so that you don't miss when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you at any given time in your life. It is important. We need the voice of guidance in this hour. When the Holy Spirit shall come, he shall guide you into all truth. But how can he guide you if you cannot recognize his voice? So I want you to begin to use these indicators or these marks to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. I want you to begin to use these markers to be able to distinguish the sound of his voice from all other kinds of sounds so that you don't miss his voice when he comes to speak to you. The voice of guidance. We are learning how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. So as a way of recapping, I'll just go through the five of them. Number one, the first indicator 
the Holy Spirit will use a common voice, a usual voice. He will use the voice of man. Remember Samuel. Remember Apostle Paul in Acts chapter number 9. He will use a common voice, a voice that you can identify. Number two, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, he oftentimes he repeats himself because he doesn't want you to miss it. Psalm 62 verse number 11. Once you have spoken, but I have heard it twice. It came into my ears twice. There was an echo to that voice. He will oftentimes he repeats himself. Go again and read Job chapter number 33, verse 14 to 18. He will repeat himself, number two. Number three, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he quickens our spirit. He will quicken our spirit, and that quickening is oftentimes characterized by a burning in our hearts. Your word was like fire shut up in my bones. Your word was like fire shut up in my bones. Luke chapter number 24, verse number 32. Did not our hearts burn? Did not our hearts burn when he spoke to us while we were on the way? So whenever he speaks, he brings a quickening in your spirit. And that quickening is characterized by a burning in your heart. And number four, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he speaks with authority. Your word is like a hammer. Your word is like a hammer which breaks rocks into pieces. Whenever Jesus Christ spoke, he did not speak like the Pharisees, but he spoke with authority. It's the very same way that the Holy Spirit will speak to us. He will speak with authority. And then number five, whenever the Holy Spirit speaks, he will bring peace. That calmness. That stillness on the inside of you. In spite of of the situation around you but the holy spirit will cause a peace right on the inside of you so church of the living god i want you to begin to grow i always say this at church even on this broadcast the goal of us teaching the word it is not to push information to you but it is to facilitate transformation imagine what would begin to happen in your life if you can begin to recognize the whole the voice of the holy spirit imagine the change that will happen in your life the moment you begin to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Imagine what would happen to your family. Imagine what would begin to happen in your business. The moment you begin to grow in recognize the voice, recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the challenge is not in God speaking. The challenge is not in the, in the Holy Spirit speaking to us. The challenge is in us recognizing the voice. So imagine what would happen to you the moment you begin to grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit at work. At work. In your school, in your marriage, imagine what will begin to happen. Please don't disadvantage yourself by failing to grow, by not willing to grow, or by becoming even lazy to grow in recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. May God bless you. May God continue to keep you. May God continue to shield you. And may you develop a desire in you to be able to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Can I pray for you before we close? Can I pray for you before we go to the next segment of our service? Wherever you are, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to, I want you to begin to focus. And I want us to ask the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, teach us to discern your voice. Teach us to recognize your voice. When you speak, help us to recognize your voice. Grow us in the word so that when you speak, we are able to know whether it's you or it's the devil speaking to us. Grow us in the word, the standard. Let us pray. Father, I thank you today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this time. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to come and to open the scriptures, to open the word of God. Lord, in the very same way that we've opened the scriptures, 
Open our ears that we may hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Open our eyes that we may see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Holy Spirit, we are asking today. We cannot do this by ourselves. But we are asking you to guide us. We are asking you to lead us. We are asking you to go ahead of us. We are asking you to train us today. That we may be able to discern your voice. Teach us this morning to discern your voice. Teach us, oh God, to recognize your voice. Help us, oh God. For we don't want to miss your voice at any given time. We don't want to miss your voice in our marriages. We don't want to miss your voice of guidance in our careers. We don't want to miss your voice in our church. We don't want to miss your voice in, in leadership. We don't want to miss your voice as we make decisions in life. Train us, oh God. Train us, oh God, in this season. Train us in this season to discern your voice. For we know that you are always speaking to us. You are always reaching out to us. You are always trying to reach out to us. You are always calling forth for attention. But many times we have failed to recognize you because we did not know how you speak to us. We did not know how to distinguish, how to recognize your voice. But Father, we thank you today for teaching us through your word, for teaching us to recognize your voice so that we can grow in following the voice of guidance, so that we can continue to grow in following the voice of guidance. Father, we thank you for this grace. We thank you, Lord, for this favor. We thank you, Lord, today. We stand, O oh God, today and we speak that may you cause, O oh God, John 10, verse number 27, to become a reality in our lives. Your word says in John 10, verse 27, that my sheep hear my voice. My sheep recognize my voice. My sheep are able to identify my voice. I know them and they do follow me. Father, we thank you. Help us to follow you by being able to recognize your voice. Help us to follow you by being able to discern your voice in everything that we do. This is our prayer. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, we've prayed. And somebody go ahead and say, Amen and Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.